Welcome to episode 94 of We Have a Shoes. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to take all of our issues and we, we, Stephen, we sing beautiful songs to lure our issues into the sharp rocks of our productivity. <laughs> we make them crash. We destroy our issues. We are, we're like beautiful, not necessarily beautiful, but we're like monstrous sirens that do whatever we can to just defeat our issues and get We're basically crazy. Florida manatees. Well, at least I am. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, Stephen. Is Florida manatee? Stephen. I think they're called Indian manatee, Indian river manatees. Okay. They have I heard, a subspecies. Stephen, Stephen, what, what, what just happened here was different than the thing that you just meant to say. Stephen, when you said manatee, I heard centaur, but half manatee. I heard manatee. Oh. So oh. I was like, I was like, yeah, we're, we're basically, we're man, we're manatees. Well, we now, now that's a thing. And that's exactly okay. what I was doing. Exactly I, I'm, I'm an author. Like. I'm an author. And you have read my subtext so well that you have figured out my ingenious writing play <laughs> Listen, with David man. Lynch, we get it. You can't, you can't just accept whatever cool interpretation people say of your work. It's <laughs> no, but to, now I like it, Stephen. Now I like manatees. Now we're manatees. <laughs> um, we sing beautiful songs. We are the sirens of Florida. We do we 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 do meth. We hang out with gators. <laughs> well, we are. I, I totally do meth. It's very apparent in my physical appearance that I'm of just the two of us, Stephen. Stop it. Um, but every week, Steve, Stevie Walker and I get together. We do our best to do something and make something comic booky in the world. Most recently, it's been a supernatural action comedy horror comic called Deathless. Um, and dude, it's going amazing. It's going phenomenally. And we ran a Kickstarter for it, and we were super successful. Now we just finished this freaking thing, Steven. Um, yeah. How's it going? How did you do this week? I I basically finished. I have one panel left on the the other page that I said I was going to do. So I did finish. What I'm hearing is you failed, Stephen. You said basically. <laughs> That's like, you can't, you can't qualify things. You can't be like, I, I succeeded if I also finish this. No, that's called failing, Stephen. That's failing. I'm if just you just say it, it's pretty impressive. We're together. You and I equally failed this week. Is what I'm saying? <laughs> just like... <laughs> I'm just saying that the new page is pretty like there's a lot going on in it. So, and a lot of the shots are pretty cool. So like I think it, like okay. Yeah. So Stephen drew this amazing page, of course. Um, and I'm gonna say of all the things that I may have failed this week, you know what I really succeeded in doing, Stephen? Pointing out the feet. I, I directed the best like like page direction. In the I was like, you know what, Stephen? If you did this one thing, it would just boost this by like 300. <laughs> percent And you were like, dude, dude, enhance. And I was like, that's how art works. <laughs> no, that's it, how he gets his 80, 84, looks, is it 80, 86 percent, 84 percent, 88 percent, Stephen, 88 percent, percent of the work, 80 like um, 88 miles per hour. Yeah, um, dude. So it, I love this page. I think it looks really good. I think everything you've been working on looks freaking great. I can't wait. Like people are gonna love it. Uh. I got a lot of coloring done this week. I also had a freaking allergy attack from hell this week, Stephen. It just Ugh. lasted. It was the kind of it was a kind of allergy attack that like when it happened, it was like, oh, can I have all of your face? I was like, why am I going to be an extra in Indiana Jones? And then it was like, yep, yes, you are. You're going to be an extra in Indiana <laughs> Jones. Where are we making that movie on your face? Here it is. And I just melted, and I was like, it's like I uh, my girlfriend's cat is the Ark of the Covenant, Stephen. That's the thing. Like <laughs> it is, it is, and and like because. Because she's glorious, she's wonderful, she's beautiful. Everyone wants to be around her and like ha have her in her, their life. But uh, but Stephen, I'm allergic. I'm allergic, and like sometimes that results in 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 like a, a, a crazy flood situation, an endless torrent of just you, nasal juices. You that, need to get like a bane mask that you wear when you go over there. She's just like, 
You're the bane of my existence, Captain. I love you. You merely adopted the pair. I don't know. I was going to go with that. I don't really have any other puns I could throw. In the of it. So. <laughs> but, but dude, um, so it was, my day was a catastrophe, Stephen. Um, but no, and but dude. And not to mention like even me, like Tina and I this week and like just the ragweed and stuff that's all blossoming, like, you know, because of yeah. all the rain we've been getting in Florida. Yeah. yeah it's, it was a tough weekend for allergies for anyone that's allergic to anything. Uh, just, ugh, it was a bad it was a bad weekend for allergies for sure. Yeah, On top of cat too. I mean, you bad got- time, Bob is a tough time for <laughs> allergy survivors. Um, but yeah, dude. So I was going through that. I, you know, I just, it, it destroys my face. Like when it happens, it's just like, it won't stop. And for anyone who goes through it, like, you know, uh, it's, you can't breathe out of your nose at all. So then it becomes like, I'm not used to being a mouth breather. Like I'm like, what would I look like this? Am I doing it? And mouth breathing feels so unnatural that like it makes you feel like you're it can lead to an anxiety attack, basically yeah. for me. Like it's- well, well, that's that's what happens, dude. Is like, and then what happens is nighttime comes and I stupidly I forget that like my whole night's gonna be affected by this. Like my sleeping pattern isn't like my you know, my sleep schedule isn't just gonna be like, hey, you know what you do? Do the thing you normally do and everything's gonna work out just fine. No, <laughs> it's like you lay down. When you close your eyes, you realize that your nostrils are just brick walls and there's not a single bit of air getting through them. So now you have to open your mouth, but now it feels like you have to force yourself and I'm manually breathing. And when you're, when you feel like you have to consciously focus on something, it's not necessarily conducive to a good night's sleep, Stephen. No. It's not like, like, like my normal method of going to sleep is I put something on that I don't have to pay attention to and don't want to pay attention to. I close my eyes and I basically... I, I kind of meditate like I focus on nothing like I don't I don't think about anything when I was younger I used to like actively try to think about things and I'd be like oh maybe I'll dream about this and what would happen is I would focus on it and then I'd have cool ideas and then I'd stay up and it would just like cycle through now I'm and you like, get excited yeah so now I'm like I'm gonna do I'm just gonna think I'm gonna think of nothing I'm gonna actively like I'm just gonna just like hear thoughts dismiss them keep going and then i fade into nothing and it just happens it's magic and it's like this is the best system ever it's it's like a nighttime meditation i couldn't do better you know it's like i don't have time for this during the day but at night when i'm trying to like find like the dreamland and i find that's amazing i'm so happy nope not the case this time steven i, I closed my eyes i was just like breathe in <gasps> breathe out <gasps> breathe in. Uh, i was like i'm sitting there and I'm, I'm like listening to this tony hawk documentary and he's like then he starts being like inspirational i'm like i love you tony hawk i love this and i can't <laughs> breathe and i don't know what i'm doing i can't go to sleep and it was a nightmare it was a nightmare and uh so i'm gonna blame everyone including tony hawk except myself uh for not getting stuff done this week i blame the cats <laughs> the cats <sighs> and then yesterday or sunday when you basically were saying that you might have to film on uh tuesday i i like was drawing and like tina's watching house which i've been watching i've been like partially watching house i forgot how fun that show kind of is like i do enjoy a lot of the episodes uh but um what i, I like i hate to know i'm sorry to interrupt but is it tina's been re-watching it so you've been going through it is lupus as frequently mentioned as it is in my head there there has been some there's been at least two episodes the the viral scan is very common obviously they right. whatever they call that the get the kit whatever that kit's called he says that often. I actually just saw the, the God episode recently. You remember? I remember that episode actually. Oh yeah. Because there's a line from that episode that actually stuck with me, where she says, 
you know, when I see a movie trailer, am I going to be like, am I going to be alive when that movie comes out? And that line actually, like I told you, I'm like, I actually forgot she said that in this episode, but I remember when I heard that line back in the mid two thousands and that stuck with me. Like, wow, man, like I'm eventually going to get to an age where I'm going to be questioning that. Like when Thor 22 is coming out, I'm going to be like, am I going to be alive for Thor 22? Like, you know, that's, that's I mean, I get, we, and of course, we can question that now. Like, I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. going to make it to, you know, Love and Thunder, but I know what you're saying. Like, that's crazy. That's a, like, 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 when you have like a, like a death sentence, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's nuts. Like, she had cancer. And she's like, am I going to be able to see that movie? It's like, damn. <gasps> but, yeah. No, I've been, so I've been listening to it in the background typically, but like, um, so on Sunday night, I was drawing and she was watching it. And I just assumed it was like 10 o'clock, but I must have been really into the drawing because, I was like, oh, you, you want to, yeah, let's go get something to drink and we'll go to bed. And she's like, yeah. And I like went out to the kitchen and it was almost one o'clock. I was like, what happened? What do you mean it's almost one o'clock? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe like how late it that, was. That like, that black hole artistic time jump that happened. It's nuts. That flow is crazy. And I think like, honestly, like, I, I think sometimes that's what keeps me away from the page. Like when it, with writing it, that's what keeps me away from coloring. Cause I'm like, I know what will happen. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to look down. And when I look up, I have to go to sleep. And if I do that, my days seem to go faster and I'm like, crap. And then like, so I get into this like weird spiral of like, Oh, I know I should be productive, but I also don't want to just rush through my days. And I want to feel like I'm actually like being productive, but also enjoying my life. And like, what am I doing? You know? So it's like, I, dude, like I've felt that so many times with coloring this comic so far where it's like, I will it makes down. sense too, because what I was drawing were the Jeeps, you know what I'm saying? And that's a lot of like, you know, it's just tedious work. It's just like, yeah. you know, line work. And I'm just like, that makes sense because that's what coloring is. It's very tedious. So you're so f- hyper-focused in it that like, yeah, the time just disappears. It I don't know. It, really do it was nuts though. But I mean, I'm glad I did it because I got a lot of time of in on that page basically. So I can't complain, but yeah, dude, I, um, it cost on my Monday, like day at work. Like, I was, I mean, I work oh, in the sun. So I'm oh, like, I, cause I still got up at four to, to work more on the drawings. That's like what my thing is, you know? So like, it was good that we recorded tonight instead of Monday. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I've been so I've been so bad with time management lately, um, and it's weird because I mean, and I, you know, honestly, I know myself well enough to know that I go through this cycle. Like, I go through a cycle where it starts off like this. It starts off where I'm like, I need to do stuff, and I'm like, I'll get it done. And then I notice that I'm not getting it done. So what I do is I hyper fixate and I hyper like I I, I become super orderly where I'm like I need to do this at this particular time and I need to do this at this particular time and I make I make little notes on my phone and I use alarms and I say like you need to write five pages today five pages tomorrow five pages this day and whatever you know I do this color this much this time you know and like do that um and I have very specific goals rather than the broad general goal that I start off with because I I feel like like you know if you say I want to color a page today you can sit down and be like, oh, it's, uh, I'm going to color this background a little bit. And then like something happens and you get mixed up and you're like, but, and, and like, maybe you get lost because you have other stuff you have to do. Something comes along and you get interrupted and then you have excuses and you're like, oh, a whole page feels daunting. It's okay that I didn't get it done. And then you constantly push those that, that you push the goalpost a little and you say like, eh, it's okay that it didn't get done. Cause that's a, a lot to get done in a day. But yeah. then since that's all you're ever telling yourself to get done today, it's never getting done because you're constantly pushing the goalposts and be like, it's fine. It's fine. It didn't get done. That's a lot to do in a day. And then suddenly it's Monday. And suddenly it's Monday. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, wait, that wasn't a lot to do in a week. It was just a lot to do in a day. So what I should have done is I should have said, I'm going to color two characters tonight. I'm going to color two characters tomorrow. I'm going to color the background the next day and I'm done. 
But instead, I kept pushing the goal, you know, kept pushing it because it was so much to do in one day. And because of that, I'm like, oh, it's too much. It's fine. It's fine. It's excusable. But the truth is, it's not excusable in a longer, larger, you know, in like a, a larger time frame. It's not. Not for me, at least. You know, like some people mm-hmm. are like really against the like, you know, grind or whatever. But like, I'm I'm someone who like, I, I have a goal. Dude, I've- we basically have to dark dark slide on everything because of our jobs and everything like yeah. that we we need to be grinding on that on that grip tape. Like it yes. to, that's what we got to do right now. And eventually we'll grind enough to where we can get to a point where we can breathe a little more. Yeah, dude. 100%. That's the goal. I mean, like, cause like right now, if we're capable of doing what we're doing while, while, while being like, you know, full-time fathers, full, yes. you know, full-time jobs and all of that. Once, once some of that time gets knocked off, we're going to be able to not grind as hard. But right. if we keep close to this, you know, if, if, I, if we're able to spend what we like, for example, me, typically my stretch days are Saturdays. That's when I can get my most time in. But if I can make Saturday happen three days a week, four days a week now, oh, yeah. that's a huge deal. Like, yeah. That means that like one to one and a half pages a week gets jumped up to four or five pages a week, which puts, pushes us much closer to oh, a yeah. monthly issue. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's all you know i don't mind the grind i i being someone that has anxiety and stuff like that like grinding like and having like things to do like keeps me preoccupied so i don't even mind it at this point you know yeah and it's it's just for me like i i i like i said i know i have my kind of uh cycle that happens and like right now where i am is i'm in like the chaotic part where it's like entropy sat in like an entropy set in you know where it's like i had my system everything was down to a t and then like i slowly started going like oh well i don't have to be as exacting in this moment with this thing it's fine then i was like oh it's okay and i started like excusing little things and little things and now it's chaos and now it's like oh now and now i'm back to like the beginning of that hero's journey where i'm like i need to set off again knowing you know all the lessons i learned from the previous mistake you know mistake that i made so i'm gonna i'm gonna go again this time and i'm going to actively like rather than say i'm gonna write the whole thing i'm gonna be like i'm gonna write five pages or i'm gonna and i'm gonna do this on this day specifically you know so i'm gonna mm-hmm. start i'm gonna start doing that and like breaking it down into panels and pages like i should I- probably do that too and just like break instead of saying like okay just do what you can during the week and then saturday really push maybe i need to set it up so it's like do this panel on wednesday yeah do this panel on thursday and then you know stuff like that although i only have basically two pages left which is nuts like that's so crazy and then obviously we're gonna go through put all the faces in oh yeah we got touch-ups to do but touch-ups are like so easy that's that's like oh i can touch as we're going through the production part of it putting bubbles in even everyone's a mermaid in our book now from now on (laughs) everyone's a mermaid where it's an under the sea book it's a spongebob related uh, you know what's what's been crazy for me as each page is gone is like there are some that are still really strong structurally early on, but like artistically, it's crazy like how more detailed some of the pages have gotten, even oh, like yeah. when compared to the pages that I thought were already super oh, yeah. detailed. Like I'm like, man, like my, my inking techniques are getting like cooler and like the intense lightings are getting cooler. Yes. Like, you know, like, Oh yeah. You're, I mean, you're, you're being really in a good way being really heavy handed with the inking in this, mm-hmm. in this book. Whereas like, like I mean, previously, like in your life in general, you've had like cleaner inks, and like you haven't been using ones. shadows. It's been more simple. It's, and like I like both styles, but I really mm. like what you're doing with this book, and I well, think it works. It's it's on the on the earlier pages, and I should try to remember that. But like like this, the last like this last little chapter that I've been working on of this issue 
it is an intense lighting. So it's, it's been fun to like, kind of like, it helps, it helps me see the, like, like the way I do the hair, I'll give you guys all yeah. a little quick lesson because the hair looks pretty dang good in almost every panel it's in. Um, I literally draw a huge black blotch of a shape. And then I take the, like the, the pen tool and I make it an eraser tool and I erase lines and then I add some lines and then I erase and I just create the texture by taking away the black instead of adding the black. So it allows me to do like more bends and stuff like that into the, like the waves of the hair. So it's, it's been like, dude, like I can literally, when I was first drawing his hair, the character's hair, th that part would take me so long. And I got hair down to like a, like less than five minute process now. Like it's like so quick. It's like, just awesome, simple, which is awesome. Cause he's obviously, I mean, the hair is going to be a part of it for a while. Even when, yeah. even when he does start to shift and stuff, when we're going to show his face more, uh, yeah. it's still going to be, I mean, he still has long hair, so it's still yeah. going to be a thing. So, but yeah. So the, the, the inkings, it's been crazy to see that even like the pages I, I swore were like so much better than like, it's cool. It's like, oh my gosh, this page is cooler than that. I still don't think the, the first three pages are just still so epic though. And I think it's just because of the content too, yeah. but. I mean, but, and, we'll get, and we're going to get back there. I mean, we're going to get back to like crazy fun things mm -hmm. to draw. I mean, the, the second issue is going to start off with fantasy creatures mm -hmm. Which is gonna um, be fun, and you can see you can see the excitement in in my pen work. Yeah, when there's something on the page that's not human, like you, one hundred percent, any page where there's something that's not human on it, so, like you can see it. You know. Oh, speaking of fantasy creatures, Stephen, I have just before. I mean, I want to make this a, a short, short, sweet episode, Stephen. But I have, I do want to get into one thing with you because one of my uh, just a, one of my favorite things we've been doing lately is a segment called the Monster Test, Stephen. We did the monster test. I don't know what it said. <laughs> it was a quizzing success. Monster monster test. Test. <laughs> so in this, it's going to be the mermaid edition, Steven. Ooh. Steven, it's it's a monster test mermaid edition. Um, Starfish so. have mouths. Steven, all right, forget the monster <laughs> test. Forget the monster <laughs> test. The, first of all, forget the monster <laughs> test. Starfish have mouth, do they have teeth? What I know of starfish is that you can cut off a piece of a starfish and other starfish grow, right? Is that, or like they always grow yeah. that, right? So, yeah, but I think, I think, I, and then doesn't like split into a whole other starfish though? I think it does. And that's like genetically similar, but like right. a whole I, different I, creature. Terrifying, Stephen. Starfish are terrifying. They and, are, but their mouths are located like here. So my point is that some mermaids wear the starfish right there for for sexual purposes, of course. <laughs> of course they do. How else can you imagine? Oh, like how else are those staying on? They're not. I mean, they're they're clinging. They're clinging mouthwise. And I don't blame them, Stephen. I'm so sorry, Amy's mom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, Steven, I didn't expect to get sexy right away, but if we're gonna, do I just it, about do it. it's so funny because actually, like for some reason, my mind went to like King Triton, like just wearing starfish because, like, why wouldn't he? He's like, I got nipples too, Greg. Can you, can you teeth me? Like, Steven, all right, Stephen, what is a mermaid? Stephen, what okay, is a mermaid? So I'm gonna be honest. I, I've never well. My introduction to the mermaid, and it's probably the introduction to a lot of people, but my introduction is Little Mermaid. So, like, I don't really have the horror lens of a mermaid, and I, I, I have heard it. So, I view it more like 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 Aquaman or or like Little Mermaid, where it's like a like a society, like where it's just you know these people that live underwater, and 
they sing beautifully and they're they're elegant and they, they don't hate humans that much. I'm gonna stop but, you right there and tell you I've never heard anyone say society before, and it's <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so much so that I'm gonna delete you saying it and I'm gonna have <laughs> so I can take credit like you've taken credit for my stuff. No, um no, it's amazing. It, yeah, dude, totally. That's I mean that's what I picture too, but uh, I have questions, Steven. Okay. Because of course, of course, there are also um, sirens, and mm -hmm. like there are there are um, similar creatures, which I mean, from what I've read, there are all t there are different types of these like kind of harpy uh, sireny creatures that you know okay. can, are beautiful and can lure people uh, to to sharp rocks and such, and you know just monsters of various types. Some of them are like bird uh, bird type creatures. Some of them are like mermaid esque you know, siren creatures. Um, so for the purposes of our monster test, because it's a monster test, we're going to say like, we're going to imagine that these are villainous creatures of some sort. So, okay. and, and the reason and I, I do, I do know the lore to some extent of like how they, I know like the sailors, like, oh, they lured sailors into the rocks and things like that. So, I mean, I'm not completely, but that's just where my basis was, was oh, the, yeah. the fictional. Um, but for the purposes of this, they are evil, evil monsters that are like, irredeemable like just 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 you can't they're evil steven i want to know what happens if i'm gonna eat a mermaid and, like okay steven if i eat <laughs> a mermaid is it seafood or is it cannibalism i think it doesn't matter which side i think it does i think i think it's a clear half and half situation i think like you can have sushi with the tail part and if you touch the top it's it's gonna be grisly and it's human it's tough you know but, but okay it's like pennies Tastes like babies. <laughs> See, what I'm imagining is I can make a fish stick out of any part of the mermaid. <laughs> I mean, it like when they when when you buy those fish sticks and it says made with minced meat, you know it's not just fish in there, but we call it a fish stick. There's all kinds of stuff. I'm sure they have seahorses in there. I'm unfortunately that's just part. It's a terrible part of the process. Even like your mermaid, Anthony. I call it. <laughs> I call it Anthony's mer mermaid fish sticks. <laughs> you just see a whole finger in there. Maybe mermaid is like murder maid. It's a mer it's a it's a portmanteau. If more it's murder and maid, murder maid. Um, but Stephen, I just want to like, can you imagine? Okay, if they were monsters, if they were creatures uh -huh. of the sea, and you could eat them, right? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I imagine like at least the fishy part would probably be similar to fish, right? I mean, that's the, I'm imagining like a good ahi tuna, like just yeah. a nice piece of yellowfin tuna it's or whatever. Gonna like, it's gonna um, be amazing. Now, now, I mean, you posited that their upper torso would be similar to humans. I'm gonna say actually, though, right, but I don't. But so physically, that's what the way it looks. But if we're thinking about it, they breathe underwater. So they have to have a gill system, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they, have they can't have lungs different system. Yes. And that's what I mean. That's kind of what I was gonna ask. Like, I, I'd assume that similar, you know, like, that's probably what I would think too, because they look so similar to us. Um, but yeah, they have a whole gill system. But wait, do they, do they, they look, look similar to us because of the illusion they create? Right? So what if they are just like full on fish people? True. Not to mention the fact that, or I don't know if, I don't know. That's interesting. I guess that, that depends too. If it's like a magical kind of illusion, you know, um, Ooh, interesting. If it's like a, a, like a glamor sort of thing, but if it's not like, even if it's not, if it's like a, like they biologically, they look human on the top, they look fishy on the bottom. I'd imagine regardless, they're living in salt water all the time, marinating in such a way 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, like the meat would have to taste like the ocean, and that's the key to like good fish. Like, if you go to a restaurant, you, a good fish tastes like the ocean. Like, it tastes like the ocean smells, basically. Yeah. So, so you're right. So the meat would be like permeate. Like it would be just like, yeah, marinating. Would be delicious, Stephen. That's the thing. I'd be like, like, can you imagine? Just imagine, imagine the situation in which you have to explain to a police officer that the human arm that you're chomping into is technically a fish stick. <laughs> Like, it's like, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. This is not my neighbor. This is a fish from the sea. There is no way. Let me taste that. Let me taste that arm. Like a police officer would, no, in this, in this hypothetical situation, this officer is willing to taste the evidence. And guess what? It tastes like fish. I mean, there would be restaurants dedicated to like you know mermaid right like we would oh I mean, yeah there would be sushi based on mermaid right i mean like mm-hmm. if people are going to eat octopus and they're incredibly intelligent creatures and people are eating all kinds of things they shouldn't be eating mermaid would be on an a menu it would be out there somewhere 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 someone's eating it's gonna be a delicacy you see a bunch of rich people with like mermaids and it's just gonna yeah. happen um i, I imagine I, that I imagine that Iron Chef Bobby Flay would probably prepare mermaid with. No, I was kidding. <laughs> They'd make mermaid ice cream, Stephen. Have you seen that? Have you seen how they make like fish ice cream? Or it's oh, I. Can't... I have seen that in some of the like, like yeah, like fancy uh, you know fancy cooking shows. Yeah, like Top Chef and stuff. Mm. They do where it's like a, where it's like a competitive situation. I don't know. I don't know to what extent uh, mermaids specifically are known for like calling sailors, but uh, but I would imagine that they would come up and drown people you know mm-hmm. they would bring people underwater they'd they'd fool people into thinking they were going to save them and then end up drowning them for one reason or another i'd imagine cannibalism i don't know yeah so they're eating people so do you think there's two mermaids like under the water right now having like a podcast about how people do you think so do you think people taste like cows or do you think they taste more like us <laughs> well, i don't know actually well either on land so they're not marinating in like the salt water like we are so. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true it's very true steven okay obviously any situation uh, where a mermaid is not in the water they're going to be destroyed right like you can't that mermaid i mean it can flop its tail around all it wants but it's gonna be like but that one pole like that if you remember that michelle michelle brought up like forever ago was like the mermaids are pretty powerful actually like gary remember gary the mermaid that whole situation yeah um everyone for some reason so what Steven's referring to is that there was there was a poll on Twitter in which people were people were uh, bracketing monsters and creatures of various types and mermaids basically won. They made it all the way to the end. And like I brought it up on the podcast and I was like, a normal horse could kill a mermaid. <laughs> like a normal horse in the water would kill a mermaid. And by like, accident. His by hoof, he would just kick him and then hoof, you're out. Sorry. You know, uh. <laughs> but, I don't know. Like, like, yeah, but, but people were all about that mermaid life. And so that's what I was thinking about it. I was like, I wish I like I want to I have to know more about mermaids. I don't I don't know. I just all, all that I thought of, so I sat down and I was like, what do I know about mermaids? I know that there there are like they would be terrifying in a water situation if i'm if i'm on a life raft i'm already scared if there's a shark in the water if there's yeah. a, if there's a like cognizant like like an intelligence like fiendish villainous mermaid swimming around me who wants me to drown who has like the consciousness and wherewithal and like the ability to like use their voice and arms and like i that's terrifying that's a, like that would be so scary you know just because 
who know not to mention if there if there's more than one that's even worse. like that's that's actually like a pretty good idea for like a b-rated horror movie like an yeah. open water an open water with like mermaids instead of like yeah. sharks and stuff like honestly like even if it was just one mermaid that would be really cool because it's like because it's jaws but with a character you know because mm. it's like i mean we we can uh you know like jaws is a, a perfect movie but it but like you don't see uh intention in the shark's eyes like the shark is a shark and it's like holy crap like it's coming after him sure it's like jumping up on the boat it clearly wants to eat quint when it could have been anywhere else in the world but it's not a mermaid it's not actively trying to deceive them it's not trying to you know it's just it's doing what sharks can do you know so it's like a mermaid though that's pretty terrifying you know it's, i mean like you can i mean it can come out of the water distract people over here it can literally use its arms to flip things or grab grasping yeah. i think i think like the uh, like opposable thumbs like grasping you and pulling you is just oh that's know? why like like the great apes and stuff are so terrifying like is that they can grab you and rip you and tear you because they have thumbs like that's scary stuff man so like yeah mermaids but i'm thinking like in like the like a horror movie fashion like the different deaths that you could do with that mermaid too like i mean like that mermaid could like sing and like create illusions like you think you're friend like no no greg's right there he's in the water right there we have to get him he's far. and like you know they swim out there and it's just a mermaid like that mm -hmm. there'd be like a lot of cool things you could do oh, with that that would be cool i i always love i love that it's like that's such a creepy a creepy concept just the the idea of like a personal illusion that other people aren't experiencing but you mm -hmm. can't break you know like that's mm -hmm. that's like a scary you know scary situation it's like people like your friend's shaking you and you're like just trying to and you're in your head you're doing you you know, you're well intended. You're, you're, trying, doing, you're trying to save Greg, but it's to save no Greg. Greg. And there is no Greg. There's never been a Greg. <laughs> you know. And, yeah, dude. That that someone do it. I mean, if not, we need to do it once we have money. But like, somebody needs to go do that. Maybe murder someone's made. done that. Murder made. Mermaid or mermaid. Yes. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. So I guess okay. So what Steve and I are saying is we're quitting the podcast. We're not making comics anymore. We're gonna make a mermaid murder mystery, and it's not. It's not like, <laughs> can you imagine? It's like it's a bunch <laughs> of people from a, a sinking, like a, a a downed ship. You know, like a ship sinks. Everyone's like they, they're like, oh man, that was a crazy cruise. I can't believe like oh I'm so glad we survived. And they're like and they're all kind of floating. They're like yeah, I know it's nuts. But one of them's a mermaid and they don't know it. <laughs> so so it's like it's crazy how that happened. And it was clearly it's like saw the whole time. Like he's just there the whole time. <laughs> he's there the whole time. So it's just a mermaid just like picking people off one by one. They're all like trying to figure out who the mermaid is and they don't know. They're like, it's too dark and murky to see the tail. They try to go under, but they can't. And it's you know. Mm. I, I got it, Steven. That's what we're doing. This is our new life. <coughs> This is, this is who we are now. We're mermaid filmmakers. <laughs> so, but. yeah, we just filmed half fish people all day. It's like been our dream since we were child, you know, since we were children. <laughs> but, um, oh, just, okay, dude. But speaking of, speaking of like dreams and uh, just what we're actually doing, uh, I've been on our Twitter lately on um, twitter.com slash we have issues pod. And, dude, it's been blowing up lately. Like Which a is lot awesome. of people. People are coming from like every corner of the indie comics community to like say hi and what's up and like like introduce themselves and show us their cool projects and I've dude we've gotten more DMs in the past like three days than we have in like two years and like we've that's we get, crazy and we get them regularly but in like the last two days it's just been like a flood like a whole tsunami of creators just 
just like showing support and also like asking if they could be on our show and seeing like if you know we're interested in having uh interviews and like talking to fellow creators and like we've obviously done that in the past and we we will do it again you know i i'll tell you i've been um i've been kind of waiting till we get past this memorial and mm. you know like i i kind of like i didn't want to have any guests or anything on until after we get past this point i would like to get past episode one i want a, a good guest for episode 100 like someone that we actually that we've like looked up to in some way but after that especially i want to start having people on the show again you know and mm. i i want to find a good way to do it and even if it means doing separate interviews and maybe splicing parts of them in you know into the episode or something you know just or just doing full episodes with people. We, we've done it before. We can do it again. I don't mind. You know, just, uh, you know, we figure it out. But it's really cool, dude. I just, like, I I wanted to thank everyone for, you know, showing their support and showing up for us, that you know, this way. Because it's been really cool. And a lot of them are here. Like, they're on YouTube. They're on, you know, Spotify. They're actually subscribing. They're listening. They've been, like, in my DMs or in our DMs. And they're saying, like, hey, we, I actually checked out your show. And, like, I really like what you guys are doing. And it's really cool. Awesome. Oh. Yeah, and, I, I and it's that. just such a sudden boost because like i think we, we gained like close to 20 subs today on our channel too yeah we gained close to 20 subs today on, our, on just on youtube and then dude in the past two days we've gotten over 300 new followers that's amazing that's so many like so I, many so many people and it's really cool and it just and it's it's funny because it's not like I did anything different. I was just I just posted, you know, I was like, yeah, hey, all right, here we go. And people responded. And it's just crazy how it's really all it takes is for the algorithm to grab the right yep. tweet. Yeah, if, it, if it decides to grab yep. algorithm, just like that. That's so, sometimes it does its job and actually grabs something that needs, you know, and then other times it just sails right by. I mean, and She's a fickle beast, I tell you. Yeah, that. it's so true, dude. But if you're just if you're here, if you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for your for subscribing. Thank you for all of your support. Uh, feel free to share all of your books with us. Share your you know your websites and everything you have to share with us. Uh, let us you know contact us on Twitter. Let us know you want to be on the show. Uh, and we are going to start making a list of people we will come up with some sort of plan and we'll find a way to get as many people as we can on the show at the very least i'd love to talk about more kickstarters you know and at least you know like talk about a kickstarter every episode and just be like hey this is happening now go check it out if you're interested you know because i don't have an infinite uh amount of money steven i wish i did i wish i could like go yeah i try to back as many kickstarters as i can but it does i mean life's expensive right now especially Dude, yeah so. life's expensive and it adds up and i've got I, like i'm to the point where i literally can't justify any more crowdfunding money like from me i've i've given like olin rogers uh who i've talked about in the podcast recently uh who made final space and i really want to get him on our show he launched a Kickstarter, Stephen. Did I tell you about this? Mm -mm. Dude, so Olin Rogers launched, launched a Kickstarter to make an animated short, and he's also going to release a How to Make Animated Shorts-like series based on it. Um, and he launched a Kickstarter to do it. And, dude, he made over $160,000 in a day. Jeez. Like disgusting money like amazing beautiful wonderful i'm so glad and i'm happy for him i like i didn't expect that i expected him to succeed don't get me wrong i threw a lot of money at him um like more money than i should but i was like it's someone i really believe in it's someone i really like i've never not liked anything he's made so i'm like here you go take this money you know like please, take my shut up and take my money um but seeing how many people like show up to support him is just like 
fascinating and freaking inspiring and amazing. And it just like it makes you kind of realize too that those studios, like when they when they get rid of certain shows and they get rid of certain creators, it's like, I don't know if you're using your these people yeah. obviously have a fan base. Is there somewhere you can put this person to still utilize their skill? It's yeah, it's an interesting industry for sure. Yeah, like I can't believe you canceled this show. And now we're seeing like what, you know, the army that's there, the actual Calvary that, you know, he's created through his years of, you know, dedication to his craft. And it's really cool. And that's, that's, I mean, that's all we're all doing. And I think it's, it becomes a little complicated when we're all kind of similarly trying to do the same things. We're all trying to sell our books. We're all trying to get our faces out there. So it becomes like, it's kind of like a snake eating its tail situation. It's really weird because we're constantly trying to help other people rise while also, you know, selling ourselves and getting ourselves out there and marketing ourselves to the best of our ability. Um, and I feel like a lot of people see the, see that as like competition, you know, like it starts to, they, they kind of start to like not talk about other creators. And that happens a lot. I've, no, I've personally noticed that a lot on Facebook where you go on a Facebook uh, comic book group and it's just people going, this is my book, this is my book, this is my book, this is my book. And then it's just like the engagement isn't there. You don't see anyone talking to each other about like the struggles, you don't see anything. No one's saying like, hey man, I found this new place to print books and I found this new, you know, like no one's talking about this stuff and it sucks. So I think that if we're going to have more people on our show, what we should do is try to like get from them whatever they can share with the community at large. So we can all kind of work together to have like, you know, the like Captain Planet power of, you know, like the power is We're power. the Planeteers. Yeah. So it's just, oh, I mean, because like, what is a community if not a bunch of people with, you know, like similar voices, but like, you know, trying to rise together, you know, like, and that's all we're doing is like, we, it's, if you know something that can help someone else um, get out of the, whatever their particular uh, sand trap is at the moment, why not share that information? Like they aren't actually competition because they're not actually writing the book you're writing. No one can write the things you're writing. No one can draw the things you're drawing. And, you know, it's, and yes, we are all competing for the time of strangers but there are 8 billion of us on the planet people are going to continue to read i'm going to continue to read i'm going to continue to write and watch movies and do all this stuff and so will you you know so it's like it doesn't have to we don't have to feel like we're in competition with everyone we can try to learn from each other and try to help each other and i like that i like that about our show i think it's kind of cool that we can do that and mm -hmm. i think that in the future uh, the near future we should start having more people on um and talk you know try to talk to people and like learn from them because we have a lot create to the colony about. we've always wanted to create absolutely dude all right it's getting late i'm gonna have a lot yep. to edit you got a lot to edit so let's get it all wrapped all right steven so what are you gonna do this week well we have the memorial this weekend so i'm gonna i'm gonna be um i'm gonna be smart and i'm gonna say i'm gonna finish the touch-ups on these two pages and then get another page done so I should so that should leave me with just the splash page next week. So that's, that's my goal. That's amazing. Um, I am going to be equally smart because I have to finish yes. up a memorial video, which is gonna. And I got. I got. And I also have to compose that instrumental yeah. of Finch. Yeah. So I'm, I, 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 I plan on doing that tomorrow. Oh, cool. So I'm gonna finish up the video editing. I'm going to. I'm going to write three pages and I'm going to color one page. That's all I'm going to, I'm going to finish up this page, you know, and that's, that's mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. That and then we finally get to like put this situation to some, cause I know you've been feeling it too, like that unrest from this yeah. situation. So like, this will be that moment we can finally accept everything that we have to accept from this moment. And then like, 
kind of grab our lives back and oh. do what we can, you know? So thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're new here, we appreciate you and we love you. Um, you can support us on Patreon. We All of our links are below. We're on Twitter and Facebook and all of the things. You can find us everywhere and we love you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope to see you next week. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And this has been episode 94 of We Have Issues. See you next week. It's weird that we call sirens sirens when it's like sirens are known for being obnoxious and loud and like like <laughs> and, the, and their voices are supposed to be like more angelic than the seraphim or whatever like that they're like like the prettiest yeah. but like when i hear when i think of police siren i don't think like bug light like i need to go to there like like i don't think i'm gonna be drawn to this thing i think oh no a lot i need to get out of its way, out of I, its I, way. I, yeah like I'm not going to the disaster not going to the disaster yeah oh man okay so what are in episode 94 crazy wow okay merman <laughs> merman <laughs>